Good morning. Our scripture text today comes to us from Numbers chapter 35, beginning at verse 9. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall select cities to be cities of refuge for you, so that a slayer who kills a person without intent may flee there. The city shall be for you a refuge from the avenger, so that the slayer may not die until there is a trial before the congregation. The cities that you designate shall be six cities of refuge for you. You shall designate three cities beyond the Jordan and three cities in the land of Canaan to be cities of refuge. These cities shall serve as a refuge for the Israelites, for the resident or transient alien among them, so that anyone who kills a person without intent may flee there. The word of the Lord. Holy God, we ask that we might, by your spirit, find ourselves in this sacred drama, that it may not be a story about them, but about us and our community and our mission in the world. We ask it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. After spending 40 years of wandering through the wilderness, the Hebrews were finally on the plains of Moab, camped along the Jordan River, about to enter into the Promised Land. Moses, who would not cross that river with them, was providing some final instructions. And the Lord told Moses to say that when you pass through the waters and enter the land of Canaan, you shall set up six cities of refuge so that the slayer who kills someone without intent may flee there. So the Hebrews did set up six of these cities of refuge, three on one side of the Jordan, three on the other, to serve as a sanctuary to which one could flee. This was a necessary, needed innovation for a culture that was hard on people making mistakes. We also live in a culture that is hard on people making mistakes. Most of us know what it means to be on the run from something that we have done or left undone. Oh, we may not have committed manslaughter, but we do have regrets and we want to flee from them. When people gather together in any kind of community, including ours, it's, it's inevitable that we start telling stories about ourselves. It's how we get to know each other. But most of us have a part of our life story that we don't like to tell, even to ourselves. Usually this is the part where something died. Maybe it was a job, or a dream, or a relationship, or maybe it was a cherished self-image you had of yourself once. 
We didn't mean to kill our relationships and our opportunities, but they're, they're clearly dead. And in our deepest heart, we, we know that we're at least partially to blame for that. When we suffer these great losses, tragic mistakes, we grieve for a while. But it's usually not long before we tell ourselves that we need to get going again. As a pastor, I've discovered that when people say they need to get going, what they typically mean is not get going into healing, but to just get going away from the pain and the hurt. And this is when the running starts. And once it begins, we just keep trying to run from our past. We run to another job or to another relationship, or we run back to school, or we run to another town, to busyness, to anything that promises a new beginning. And after you've been doing this for a while, you realize that all this running just shaves at your soul. And a city of refuge sounds like a very good idea. Any community centered in Jesus Christ has inherited this calling to be a city of refuge. Not only for its members, but according to the text, for the transient alien among them. St. Augustine said that the church was called to be an approximation of the city of God on earth. A place where you can come when you have sinned. A place where the only ticket in is the grace of God. A place where you can stop running. A city of refuge. Now, some of you today are thinking this is a homily about them, not about me. I haven't done anything all that bad yet. I try to keep my sins discreet. I haven't killed anything, not even a relationship or a dream. I'm careful. I wouldn't know a wild oat if it hit me upside the head. Well, that may be true. But remember, Jesus was always hardest on those who tried to earn their righteousness. That's because they're also running from the grace of God. And grace is the only way in to the city God is building. So to be clear, we are all runners. Some of us are trying to flee the past. Others of us are running for the applause, which is its own sin. But that means that we're all exhausted and in need of refuge. This is one of the reasons communities of faith are centered in worship, a place where we can come and find refuge even for 30 minutes and be renewed in the grace of God. Not our effort, God's effort. 
In one of the churches I served following worship, I was standing at the door greeting people as they left. And a man came through the line and handed me an annotation of the bulletin. And he says, you know, I work on efficiency issues at work. And I have found a way to get 15 minutes out of this worship service. Well, what do you say to something like that? The whole point of worship is not to be as efficient as possible. It is to take a break from that. It is to stop hustling, to stop running, and again, to rest in this God who by grace is still creating our lives and still at work in the world around us and who has a future filled with hope. Now, it's important to remember that these cities of refuge that the Hebrews designated were just normal cities. There's nothing in the promised land that could be confused with paradise. So there was plenty of pain and disappointment being passed around in these communities that were as flawed as the people who fled to them. Similarly, in Christian community, there is also plenty of pain and disappointment and hurt because we are only comprised of exhausted sinners. But there is this distinctive to Christian community. We know how to confess. We know how to forgive. We know how to repent. We know how to offer the grace of God found in the forgiveness of Jesus Christ to each other. We know how to come together as a diverse body and worship the one Savior. That's what makes us a community of refuge. Our mission, to glorify and enjoy the God of grace. And grace is the only thing that's going to slow you down and allow you to get back to enjoying life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.